This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you as always. We are still here after hanging out with you guys the entirety of the captain show but now we have brought in nathan brennan because he comes in saying hair on fire yeah well i'm okay. what kind of nonsense hold on, are we hold talking on, hold Listen, on hold no, on no 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 you don't get off, to come in and just off, act like you own the joint first off nick we're forgetting something how are you doing rico hello Thank you. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. It's a familiar voice on the airwaves right now, as I'm still here. Um, right. You can t- chime in on the video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all those good places, and uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, where are you? What, 1011 Nate B or something like that? Uh, Nathan B 1011. Okay, there something, you go. Something Nick underscore Saner and at Radio Rico AC. So right. we were, we were saying, easy. I got to explain I will myself. bring you in. I, I will bring you myself. in when hold, I want hold, hold to. Up. I'm going to mute you for a second. Yes. Nick's busy. Yes, we are We are doing our show. Happy Hour, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting and Waverly. Give them a call today for all your needs. Um, feel free to chime in once again, 402-464-5685. Continuation of our last segment discussion, Nebraska to the playoff. We welcome in Nathan Brennan. All right, listen. So usually on my way over here, I like to listen to some music, but I was like, you know what? I heard Rashawn wasn't in. I wanted to see how you guys were holding it down. I knew it would probably be you guys. Maybe Bach would filter in here. I don't know. No, we offered. Was, D- was DP in here at all? I, uh, a little bit. We were talking earlier, about yeah. beer earlier. Yeah, we were talking about beer and candy. So I was just trying to see how the, how the show was going, and I like to kind of have a listener's perspective. It was like, oh, I imagine if someone was getting off work and they just turn on the radio to 93.7 The Ticket, what would they hear? And I turn on the radio, and legitimately the first thing I hear is does when Nebraska only loses one game – and beats Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, do they go to the playoff? And I just want to know how we came down to this rabbit hole. Like, what in the hell is going on right now? Well, so I was talking about Nebraska and, and obviously the record. And the same kind of conversation we were having yesterday on On the Block, right, when we were doing buy and sell, buy or sell. And Rico brought up the thought or the scenario of, if Nebraska is a one-loss team and Alabama is a one-loss team, who gets in? It's a legitimate question. It's Alabama. Both teams were undefeated going into their conference championship games. Georgia and Ohio State are in because they're undefeated. Uh, and I said all the stats are the same. Everything's the same. Nebraska lost by three to Ohio State. Alabama lost by seven to Georgia. They both only have one loss. It's that one loss. Who gets in? We're just assuming USC is the Pac-12 champion. They jump in there because, right. you know, Lincoln Riley, whatever. So... We're just like, who's, who stays at four? I agree with you guys that it's Alabama, but I want to raise you a scenario. Oh, gosh. Say Alabama loses during the season to insert whatever team, and then Nebraska loses. I'm going to throw out Oklahoma or Michigan, the two toughest teams on their schedule. They lose to either of those teams. 
run the table outside of that, mm-hmm. defeat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, you throw in Nebraska over Alabama. Without a doubt. You have to you have to talk about strength of schedule here. Nebraska's poor in strength of schedule. Can we get But you win your conference I, title. Are you I saying just, Alabama that's loses? That's right. That's right. So but Alabama we've has seen, two losses. But no, you have to make one. you have to make it well. Oh, you said they lost some t- sometime in the season, right? Oh, okay, okay, right, I see what you're saying. See, I'm starting to lose track. Yeah, I'm trying to give Nebraska the benefit. Of the okay, that's so the hard here's part. the thing, though. Alabama, can we can we guess? I just looked it up. Can we guess what strength of schedule Alabama is in the country? They already have it, or you mean last year? This year. So pre, well, it's obviously going to change because Nebraska I'm assuming, didn't have the number one going into last season, and they ended with uh, top five strength of schedule. I don't know. I, I think they did. We we walked we walked into they the had schedule. A top, they had a top ten hard, hard schedule, yeah. but it wasn't number one. Until Some had them at midway. number one. Yeah, yeah. In the in the country, um, I would say Alabama's at like I don't know, like twelve, fifth, fifth hardest schedule. They're projected to play. I really thought the cupcake in the middle SEC of the season. Bias. They're they're projected yeah, to they're seriously. projected to play six top twenty five opponents. Do you think there's something Obviously, to be that's said, subject though? to change? Listen, you think there's something to be said that just because Nebraska has been so poor over the last however many years you want to consider them poor and not meeting expectations, that they would just throw two Big Ten and two SEC? No, no, I, I think I think I Pac-12, think they would. See, here's the thing: not is if I, not if USC wins the Pac-12 and has less than two here, losses. That's the interesting thing. So I, when Lincoln Riley made the move to USC, and now he's brought all of his owner his his former Sooners with him and all that. It's a great move for the 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 Pac-12, strictly for the the national respect discussion. Mm-hmm. Pac-12 never had enough national respect to get in. Like Utah needed to do so much work to get into the playoff. Oregon needed to make uh, sure Oregon, they fold. Exactly, the exactly. They also were two loss football teams. Well, no, but year. I'm saying I'm saying well, like the SEC. Well, that's the thing. P- is, Alabama could be a two loss team and still be considered. Alabama, yeah, Alabama made it in the playoffs after having two losses and not playing in the SEC yeah. championship game. Like that, that's the thing. So now with the Pac-12, it strictly USC, more eyes are going to be on the Pac-12 now than ever. Like I still don't think a one-loss USC team gets on over a one-loss Nebraska. Yes, I don't believe do that for a second. I, I think they no do shot. because you're going to be able to you're going to be uh, going to be able to point to to Utah. Utah? You, Utah's a top ten program. Okay, Oregon. and Oregon. What do we? No, come on, guys. Oregon's a what top twenty-five doing? program. I would say that Rutgers. Okay, not Rutgers. Yeah, get Purdue, out of here with that. Purdue, garbage. Iowa, and Wisconsin are tougher than any team USC is going to play this season False. outside no. of Utah. Okay, Utah maybe, would, yeah. outside of Utah, those are three schools that are all going to be tougher games. I bet Oregon beats Iowa. I bet Oregon beats Purdue no and Iowa. No, yes, no. I agree. No, no. UCLA is going to be. You good. guys are underrating the Big Ten. The Big Dude, Ten. I think you're I'm not I'm underrating the Pac-12. No, because the Pac-12 is a joke, and it has been exactly for the past the, five seasons. That's exactly the problem, and it's with, staying that way. No, that's exactly the problem with the playoff and the Pac-12 in recent years is that it hasn't had any respect. So then they bring in Lincoln Riley. You're telling me they Nathan, still don't deserve Nathan, respect. Nathan, you're telling me that at 10:30 at night you aren't going to be at least inclined at a sports bar on a Saturday night after Nebraska beats uh, whoever they're playing on a Saturday. You're not going to be inclined to turn on ESPN at 9:30 at night and watch USC. USC, yes, out, but that's my point. Is you can't just have one team that gets Lincoln Riley and say, "Okay, now the entire conference is good." I understand what you're saying, USC. I'm very intrigued by the Jordan Addison situation. Exactly. And I'm certainly intrigued by the Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley together going to USC. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Outside of USC and maybe Utah, who's only been good for, what, two seasons now? I could give a damn less about the Pac-12, to be say- entirely honest with you. You are disrespecting Kyle Whittingham. 
Yeah. What are we doing, guys? That is a what good coach. That is There's, a good team. I will give Oregon you Oregon is also a good team. You like you are Oregon you are highly you underrating doing? you are highly underrating Dude, Oregon right Ky- now. Kyle Winningham also would be beloved here in Nebraska. Who is the most middle team in the Big Ten? Throw them against the most middle team in the Pac twelve, they win by three touchdowns. No. no. Yes. No. Who no. is the most middle of the pack? Purdue. Penn State. Purdue. Okay. No, Purdue State's or Penn close, State. Penn State's closer to the. Give top. me the middle of the pack. Pack twelve team, and don't go say Oregon because Oregon's probably the third best team in the country. Let me look them up. Oregon State. Oregon State is lower lower tier. Oregon State. They are not middle. Oregon State is low. Come on. I I love what their head coach is doing. I, dang it! It's on That's my spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet of all the coach. Oh, I can't. I will take, bring that back. I'll up. take Purdue or Penn State over middle of the pack Pac-12 team any day of the week. And I take Purdue and Penn State over middle of the pack SEC school too. Oregon, Utah, USC, UCLA is on the come up. Washington. Okay, so those are your top five. Washington might be decent this year. So what? So Washington State? No, I would say Washington's my middle of the pack. That's the fifth best team in the conference. There's twelve teams. You guys are. I'm telling you, guys are overrating the. You are oh, heck you, out of the Pac-12. You are over, no, 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 no. You are overrating the heck out of the Big Ten West. You really are. I'm not overrating the Big Ten. I'm saying pound for pound, mano y mano. When you get out of the top heavy part of it, because I think it's unfair on both sides. So I think USC and Ohio State are far and away the best teams in the in the conference. I don't care which way you look at it, which way you shape uh-huh. it. I'm talking about pound for pound when we get into the nitty gritty, the middle of the conference. I'm taking the middle of the road Big Ten teams over the middle well, of the road be- Pac-12. That's just any day of the week. That's because the Big Ten is just more balanced. And that's my point. That's why you take a one-loss Nebraska ten times out of ten over a one-loss USC. I don't think the committee would just because they do have the Lincoln Riley, the Caleb Williams, that situation. That's what I I'm understand. Saying. But I'm saying if I had to decide, if I was a voter, I would ten times out of ten take a one loss Nebraska, even with the easier schedule this season. Because you still play Wisconsin, but you know you, you still have that play Minnesota, element, you still play Purdue, you still play Iowa, which are not bad teams. If you're in the Pac twelve, every other week you're playing a bad team. But you have that human element of the committee. To where they are not going to even they're, they're they're going to be like all right what's better for our playoff okay I looked up Who, the records for the Pac-12 Nebraska in the playoff would be the absolute wild west no it would it be would, for people here close no, to Nebraska but on I don't a national know about landscape that. it would not I disagree with that I disagree with that also Nick. I disagree national, with national that. landscape Nebraska bowl games bowl games love when Nebraska is is relevant and can and can Dude, that's true you have to that's look true. at the landscape you have to look at the landscape of college true. football over its history there's a reason that those schools on the on the west coast don't do as well they don't recruit as well because everyone that cares about football is in the southeastern conference that's why these sec schools have more money than god and the big 10 it's not on the sec's level i would say that it's second the pac-12 can't compete i would take nebraska in the playoff as if you are looking for the best matchups for a nationwide across the country i would take nebraska absolutely one hundred percent. They would take it for 100%. TV. They would take it for TV ratings and for people to fill the stadiums. But if we're just talking, if we're just talking football right now, and Matt, you are entirely correct. The Pac-12 is just as bad as the ACC. That should tell you enough right there because the ACC isn't that good. What hot take? The Pac-12 is better than the ACC. I not don't at the know. Top, not the top both, level. They're not both the top bad. level. 
They're both kind of bad. Because Clemson is is far, far, far taking, above anybody in the Pac-12. I'd agree with but that. But I would take a lot of the Pac-12 against a lot of the AC, over a lot of the ACC. I don't know. That's when you'd have to go middle-of-the-road teams and compare them next well, to Well, I got other. the records from last year. Oregon was was you know ten and four. Utah was ten and four. Okay. Um, in the Pac-12 North, then you had Washington State at seven and six. Oregon State at seven and six, and then losing. I records told for you, the Oregon rest. State. Yeah, it, Wisconsin it, or oh, Penn I, I State I or Purdue would so beat bad. the hell out of Oregon State. And then UCLA, they win by three scores. UCLA eight and four. Arizona State. It's a completely State, different type five. of football, though. Which is, I don't care. It's if that was your bowl game matchup. If you had Purdue or let's just say Penn State. One of those two schools against Oregon State, they would win by three scores. This Telling Oregon you right State now, team was actually decent. We're, we're gonna have with to a new coach. We'll have to continue this conversation in the next segment. Are you good with sticking around, Nate? Yeah, I'll stick around. Because what, what else do you? Have? Oh, we only have to, you only have to do one hour radio today. I know it's gonna. Be I don't crazy. know what I'm gonna do with myself. Yeah, you're just gonna be twiddling, be twiddling your thumbs back in the production <laughs> I don't know what's studio, gonna be going on. Just twiddling the thumbs. Maybe I can podcast help Harrison out for once. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Somebody, somebody yeah, needs for to. Someone, yeah. to, what? I've been on the radio the whole time. Somebody Give me needs a break. To. We all have been on the radio. I know. Gee whiz. That's why Harrison's been carrying the load. This is this is about to be the seventh week in a row that we hit the EAS on the dot. So just everybody do a celebratory clap because we all have done it. All right. Woo-hoo! We got seven seconds left. All right. Celebratory clap because we we're about to are hit. are great. We're about to hit EAS in three, two, and one. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.